Hey everybody, it's Sergio from Reality Breached. I hope you're staying safe out there in your quarantine. Uh, and, and as you can imagine, this, this COVID-19 nightmare has kind of grounded the J Jackson spotlight for the time being. What's a better time than now to re-release re uh, all of Robert Morris's Jackson Spotlight minis that he recorded last year uh, at True Local Market? Previously, they were only available on the Jackson Spotlight feed, but today they're going to be on the regular Reality Breached feed, and they're all going to be in one episode. So what you're going to hear now is Robert interviewing several different v vendors from True Local Market, back to back to back, and hopefully you hear something that'll get you buying something local. When True Local Market kicks back in, these vendors should be there, and you can pick up some of their wares. Enjoy the show, and we'll catch you next time. Another episode of Reality Reached. I am your host, co-host extraordinaire Robert Morris. Never lost. We're sitting out here with True Local Market in our new segment, True Local Market segments. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting here with our first guest. She is amazing. For one thing, she is she is open. For another thing, she has amazing art amazing jewelry i have i have quite a bit of her stuff she also has pins she's also a, a local um jewelry she doesn't know that though uh she is an amazing friend of mine and her name is ash how you doing today hi everybody i'm doing pretty good chilling out here at true local cultivation is the spot so uh let's um Tell me about your particular wares that you build and sell. All right, so it's slightly a gimmick thing, but it, it's it's real close to my heart personally. I work with crystals nine times out of ten. Most of my work is crystal beads. I work with a little bit of metal, but I try to stay away from it simply for a lot of people's allergies. Makes my work more available to people in case they do happen to have a metal allergy or something. And I try my best to, I guess, keep a wide variety. Different stones, sometimes glass, little metal, but a lot of different stuff. Sweet. So what, what made you want to start um, building your own, your own stuff and starting your own business? So originally, I was in cosmetology school when I started making my jewelry in the first place. Mm -hmm. Cosmetology is cool. I love it. I still do hair, but it, it just didn't burn in my heart like it should have if I wanted that to be my career. And then I started making my own jewelry for the sake of I have kind of an eclectic personal style and not really many stores in even the Mississippi vicinity really catered to the thing I go for so I decided to just start making it myself so your 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 stuff it reminds me of a, it has a has a really big steampunkish theme is it was that the the main vibe and feel that you want to get out of your stuff 
It actually was originally to start. I started out steampunk and kind of goth esque, and then it kind of evolved into this crazy eclectic hippie thing. So the crazy eclectic hippie thing. Well, you can do you consider yourself like an OG hippie? Because like the hippie, I'm I'm starting to see more and more of the hippie vibe out here in these streets. So would you would you call yourself more so uh, an OG in the in the hippie in the hippie game? I I, I kind of would actually. All right. So my mama actually is Wiccan and. I was raised to be open to a lot of stuff, and the hippie vicinity is open to all the things, everything. Like, they don't care. Bring it all. It's whatever. And I was told once by a sweet little old lady that I look like I was a time traveler that literally escaped the 70s. And ever since she told me that, I kind of just rolled with it. So tell us about the 70s. All right, now don't get me lying. You know I was only born in '90. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> So, so how did you come up with the name? And by the way, what is the name? All right, so my official business title is Foxhole Treasures. All right, so foxes live in holes, obviously. You know, little burrow under the tree in the root system and whatnot. And honest, okay, I'll out myself. Yes, Ash is a furry. No, I'm not that kind of furry. Misdemeanor there. Not everybody's into that, but I am a fox, hence foxhole, and I have crystal jewelry, so they're treasures, foxhole treasures. So, foxhole treasures. So, when when did you start foxhole? Officially, it was twenty thirteen. I think I think it was twenty thirteen. Might have been early twenty fourteen. But that's really when it started hardcore. I started going to the uh, downtown Hattiesburg Market. Originally, its inception, it was the downtown Hattiesburg Makers Market. And now it's called the Hub City Makers Market. And that's that's where I originally started, was going down there. So what what brought you over here to to, to Gabe's side of of the forest? So my mama worked at Rainbow when I was a little, little kid. And I remember going into Rainbow specifically to get honey sticks because it was honey was my favorite thing when I was a little kid. And I've been in love with Rainbow since I was little. And then I found out that they were doing a market to try to keep the store open. And that's when I met Gabe and Christy and everyone with True Local or the people that started true local before it became true local technically because we were inside of rainbow trying to keep it afloat i will, i remember those days i used to i used to um come in there and 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 and, and wonder and i think that's where our friendship became a, a solid friendship because i knew of you but i didn't like really talk to you i think the first time i met you you was with you, you talked to Justin because you know Justin Ransberg, and so and and after that, um, I, when I saw you again, I was like, "Oh, that's the Ash girl." And then we started trading pins, and you gave me some pins that I still have to this day, which is really really amazing. So, how do you feel? Which which stirs this question? How do you feel of the progression of True Local in particular? 
So honestly, I love its openness. So we don't stay tied completely to one particular location. Right now, we're with cultivation. Over the winter last year, we were in North Park. Before that, we were out on the green area at one of the um, churches in Madison. And then before that, we were in Rainbow. And Gabe has been working to get us all different kinds of locations. He's looking currently for an inside spot for winter this year before it gets cold. So hopefully he gets that nailed down. I got my fingers crossed on that. But I love its openness first and foremost because everybody here is so accepting. As long as your work is handmade, hand-grown, if it came from within the state lines of Mississippi... You're good to vend with us. And I just, I love that. And it's versatility. We've got everything. And Gabe is just, he, he he's amazing to us. Mad love for him, by the way. Oh, okay. So that's uh, that's really good. Um, Gabe is a very, very interesting individual. Right now he's walking around here with a uh, Pikachu onesie, which is <laughs> adorable. <laughs> Where can we follow you and your products? So currently I have Facebook and Instagram under the name Foxhole Treasures, three words. And then I'm slowly working on getting an Etsy up and running. It's the getting the shop started is the struggle. Once you get it open and products in it, it's not so hard to maintain. But getting it started is the worst part. And that's what I'm working on right now. But Facebook and Instagram are your quickest and easiest ways to get a hold of me. I post all my work there, events I'll be at, because is on top of True Local, I have other random events I do. The Hub City Makers Market in Hattiesburg. Um, I go to the Pride events. I go sometimes to the coast or steampunk-themed stuff especially. I did the, oh, what was it called? There was a steampunk themed gig in Lafayette last year I went to and then there was one at the coast I did recently as well it was late last year but I'm a little bit all over the place they also have my work in Soul Synergy and Flowwood and Jackson float over in Midtown perks to them as well sweet um so, anything coming up in the near or distant future for, for, for Ash? Besides your Etsy stuff? Or is that the near and long-term thing? Etsy's really the long-term goal for right now, but I'm always looking for more events just to broaden my general cu- customer basis. Because, you know, the more people that see you and actually meet the person that makes the work, it tends to sell better. Because they actually meet the the person behind it. And I sit a lot of times at my events working on my pieces. So they get to see me making it while I'm there. Sweet, sweet. Well, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the first ever uh, True Local, like mini podcast that we're doing with the vendors here at True Local Market. And I am particularly excited about this because i've seen these vendors grow and you know some come some some go but they always grow can you dig it for robert morris and for sergio lugo this has been reality breach and you've been breached baby
Welcome to another episode of the Reality Breach True Local Spotlight. Spotlight. I am your co-host, host, however you want to say, extraordinaire, Robert Morris, never lost. I'm sitting here with another very, 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 very talented artist who makes great pottery. I have uh, one of his bowls that I use at my house, and I love it to death, and it sits in my altar. I don't think I ever told you that. And he is an all-around great guy. He has um, been working with children for the past, what, 15 years? 30. 30? 30, 30, oh, I'm 15 short. 30, <laughs> 30 years. Um, he, has, he has been around in these local markets for, I, I don't know how long. Two years. About, about around two years. He has fantastic, fantastic pottery and artwork out here um, at True Local every Saturday from 3 to 8. I'm sitting here with Mr. Brian. How you doing today? Doing very good. How are you doing today? Oh, I can't complain. Um, can we, uh, Let's get, how did you start? with your um, pottery adventures? Well, I had a teacher in Madison that taught me basically the basics of pottery. And then I had very good Jackson Public Schools art teachers in Junior High, Chastain, and Adam Murrah, Paul Campbell, and uh, Miss Chapman, I think her name was, if I remember my junior high teacher. And uh, they just kind of, they, they, they taught you everything you want to know about art and all the mediums of art, but I always liked pottery. And uh, then I started taking classes with Robert Pickenpaw, and I just kind of went from there. So what is your favorite type? I don't know anything about pottery, so excuse my, 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 um, my dumbness in these questions. Uh, so when did you start your particular business? Uh, two years ago, I do believe. So, but I've been making pottery off and on for 20 years. Well, it's 20, God, 20 years, but never have enough time to, uh, holding down a job and making pottery doesn't work because you don't have enough time to put into your art. So, and before this, you was working with, I'm more, I'm really fascinated with the, the work you, you did with, uh, these, these children for so long and, and football. So you want to highlight some of those, some of those years? Well, I went to Murrah and I played football at Murrah and I never left Murrah. <laughs> so I worked from... But I went to school from 86 to 89, and then uh, stayed there till 2016, I think it was, when I finally said, I got, I got to do something else, because this has been almost 30 years, and Murrah's been open 60 years, so I needed to try something different, and I thought I gave about all I could give, and I wanted to get out before I got burned out. Well, that's, that's, that's something. Um your pottery stuff, how long does it take to make these, like, pottery things that you have? Like, the, the specific, like, bowls and stuff that you have? Well, when you first start, you start with the wet clay, and you throw or make a piece. Then you got to fire it. And that takes all the water out of it, makes it into basically back to a little bit like rock. Then you take it and you put the glaze on it, which is basically... Uh, sand and colors and stuff like that so basically you're turning the outside of a pot to a color of glass i mean a cover of glass so you have to fire it twice to get the results what you're doing so maybe about if you really work at it you can probably turn over about every two weeks but i'm a little bit lazy so i know and timing is also a thing because you got to make you got to trim you got to sand to get it all nice and smooth you got to take out the imperfections 
then you got to fire it, and then you come back and you make sure you're doing a little bit more sanding, and then you come back and try to pick what color it wants to be. And then you glaze it and you put it in the oven and cook it, and you hope it comes out the way you want it. <laughs> but sometimes imperfections are the happy little accidents. Do you now? Do you you paint them too, right? Uh, what you you can apply the glaze with paint. So basically what you're doing is you're taking a medium that's kind of like paint, but basically it's glass suspended in a, a fluid. It absorbs, the water absorbs into the pot, and then the, the powder is, it's almost like powder coating. And then once you put it in that uh, oven, it gets up to, I think it's 2,232 degrees. It basically turns itself to glass. So basically, you've got a protective coating that makes it easier to clean and uh, makes it less porous. Because basically, when you fire a pot that hot, it's vitrified. That means it's basically become a rock and water can't absorb into it. But it's just another uh, way of decorating the pot and making it a little bit more useful. So I, I keep hearing people have, give you the nickname of, of, of Hobo. Um, where did that come around? A hobo is what I call my pottery. I was like, I have several names I was thinking of, I was, but a lot of the names I thought of were, they were too extravagant to sit there and it's like, I'm going to call myself this, but I'd explain, spend more time explaining what that is. And I said, I travel a lot and I never know where I'm going to be year to year. And I'm native Mississippi and I've always lived, but I always think maybe I'll be somewhere next year different, but I never am. But <laughs> But I, I, I don't like being pinned down. I like to go travel around Europe. I'm probably going to travel maybe once a year to Europe because I'm got, about to be 50 and I'm not getting any younger. And do some volunteer work over there maybe a, two months out of the summer each year. And that helps cut your cost of going over there. And uh, so I'm just a traveling, wandering potter. So I said, hobo sounds like a traveling wanderer. So I'm going to call it hobo. That. You know, this is the first time me hearing that story. Like, I, I keep hearing it. I never, you know, just sat and just asked you because you're usually cracking jokes and making me laugh too much yeah. <laughs> to do that. So how do you feel about True Local Market? Well, True Local Market's a good avenue for people that uh, are in the area who make their own products. And my sign says today, buy pot, feed the potter, which is a local guy, and feed his new cat. And... Uh, Basically, when you buy from local people, we buy everything we buy here. So you put the money and it stays in the area instead of giving it to Amazon or someone like that. It's never going to see any of that. So, But True Local is giving an avenue for people to come out here and not invest too much in a space, but to be able to go out there and sell their things and do their crafts and sell their products. And food products are a big thing, too. I need to start selling a food product. <laughs> So that's so that's good. That's good. Um, when did you start um, coming out here with uh, Gabe Matru Local? Well, I think Gabe started down in uh, at the old location of Rainbow, and then I saw him up at another market, Livingston Market, and he said, "Why don't you come on over?" And I've pretty much been coming ever since. So that's when was that? Was the spring before last. I don't know. It's been about a year and a half now. We carried on through the spring. We went through winter through North Park, and then back in the spring here, and then fall. It's like I don't know. Time's starting to meld together. It's like we, when you get older, time just kind of 
melt. I mean, it just kind of blends to itself. But I'd say about a year and a half for True Love. Okay, that's cool. Um, is, is there any way that we can follow you on social media, or do, or do people just have to come on out here and see see the man for himself? Well, I have a Facebook page. It's just a business Facebook page, and it doesn't seem to give too much information and share. <clears throat> I need to change it to a, just a group page, but just, you can follow me on the group page, on that business page, and I'm out here Saturdays, and I tell people I'm going to be out here Saturdays, but I might miss one day, but I try not to. Today, I almost missed it because the truck was broke, and it's like... My sister made me come to work today. <laughs> I don't think she wanted me to have a day off. But I'm usually here on Saturdays, but I will improve my social media, but it will be under Hobo Pottery on, on Facebook. And one day I'll get an Instagram, and us old people don't do Instagram and, uh, what is it, Twitter? Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> but keep following us out here and keep following True Local Market, and we'll, we'll let you know where we're going to be, but here's a good place to find us. Awesome, awesome. And for uh, Mr. Brian, I am Robert Morris. And for Sergio Lugo, you've been breached, baby. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, tuning in to another episode of the True Local Market Spotlight um, miniseries. Uh, I am your co-host extraordinaire, Roberto Robert Morris, never lost. I am sitting here with Turquoise Elderberries and watching her little one jump off this uh, bench like a superhero. This little boy got powers. I'm trying to tell you something. Um, how you doing today on this fine Saturday? I'm doing great. I can't complain. Fall is officially here. Enjoying the nice, cool weather. So, what got you into making the the different types of elderberries my son Jaden um last last year I was tired of missing work um every it seemed like I was taking him to the doctor every month for something whether it be for allergies cold flu it was just always something and I wanted to find something more natural and organic to give my son to help with his allergies there you go high five yay so, um, somebody shared with me the benefits of elderberries, and I started doing my research, and I was, I didn't have no interest of starting the business. I was just trying to find something to help my son, something more natural, not without so much chemicals and medication. And as I started doing my research, I started making my own elderberry syrups and expanding pad syrup, making gummy bears making teas and kits just to help people. And I said, well, why not share this with the public? Um, if they like me, they never heard of elderberries before. So not only am I trying to, you know, share my business with others, but expand the knowledge because most people don't know what an elderberry is, don't know what it looked like, nor the medicinal property. So I really see this as a part of my life calling to share the wonderful benefits of elderberries. The <laughs> so my first experience with you was at I want to say the Black Business Expo, and I I got some elderberry tea from you, and the <laughs> the elder he's still he's still jumping, boom! Look at that, look at that! That's the elderberry right there in him. That's the elderberry in him. So I got the tea, and the tea was. 
it's extraordinary because I was I don't like getting a flu shot. I don't like getting shots. I don't like doing it not anymore since I'm not in the military anymore. And the elderberry really does really, really, really does help me. Um, when it comes to my immune system and I take it when it starts getting cold and I'm, I don't I have not been sick since and if, if I am sick it's because of the fact that I had a little bit too much of the bubbly the the night before so um, thank you for for doing that and thank you for uh, for sharing your your gift with me so what how long have you been in business oh March of next year will be my official first year so I'm still in the beginning stages. Um, but I just want to let people know that do not despise small beginnings. Hello. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> do not despise small beginnings. Life is truly a journey. Um, I went to school and studied biology and environmental science and I never thought that I would have started my own small business trying to help other people with elderberries. Like it wasn't on my radar but I definitely want to share this information and these wonderful benefits to encourage the public to know that there are natural products out here to help us with some of our common issues that we have. I'm not against medicine. I'm not against doctors or pharmacists, but I just want to share with the public some alternative medicine and alternative ways to help with some of their illness they may be dealing with, such as a common cold, a runny nose. And elderberry has definitely allowed allowed me to not miss work as much and still um, help my child grow and develop as he needs to. So... Where are some of the other places that you that you go to within your um, local market? Well, within your business and your experiences, where where has elderberries taken you? One thing I have to say, starting this small business with the elderberries, I have met all kinds of people from different walks of life. Very interested people, very smart, intelligent people. And it's just amazing that if I didn't start these business, I wouldn't have encountered these different type of people. Um, sharing their knowledge, sharing their experiences with me, it has been really amazing. So I'm just thankful to meet and come encounter with so many different types of personalities. And it's been great. Awesome. Awesome. The And one more um, very, very crucial question. That I'm that I'm gonna have to ask you that this is this is gonna be real, okay? okay? So you ready for this? Ready. Are you sure? I ain't got no choice but to be. <laughs> okay. All right. How does it feel being a really really an awesome mother? How does it feel to be? Real? How does it feel to be an awesome mother? Oh, I don't feel that way every day. Uh, being a mother has truly it's been a journey these past three years. Um, we all know that moms and dads make huge sacrifices in order to help their child grow up to be the best person they could be. And sometimes... <laughs> Jaden agrees. He allows me to be great and some days not. But at the end of the day, I know it's going to be all worthwhile. Well, that's that's good. The way that you're managing... Um, <laughs> it's energy and still doing this still doing this like many little podcasts it's, it's nothing short of extraordinary um so where all can we follow you on like social media 
Facebook and Instagram, Turquoises, Elderberries, T-U-R-Q-U-O-I-S-E, apostrophe S, Elderberries, E-L-D-E-R-B-E-R-R-I-E-S. I know it's a long name, but just, if you could Google Turquoise and Elderberries, you could figure out the spelling. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, thank. And I do have a website at www.telderberries.com. Awesome. Y'all heard. Y'all heard it right here, right now. This is Robert Morris. Never lost. Thank you so much. And as always, you've been breached, baby. One more time, we are out here again with Reality Breach, Jackson Spotlight, and I'm out here with uh, Miss Tiffany with Miss T Sweets and Treats. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know what you're listening to, you're listening to the miniseries we have with True Local Market. Uh, we come out here and we spotlight all the vendors that are doing great work out here and uh, trying to keep dollar within the city. You understand the city. You know what I mean? Don't make me start playing Pokey Bear up in here. These people going to look at me weird. Um, I'm sitting here with the one and only Miss T, a.k.a. Miss uh, Tiffany. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm like I'm liking the energy. Well, I'm glad to be here. So what made you want to start this um, spectacular business that you have? Well, I'll tell you. My grandmother, who was born in 1910 taught me how to make jelly as a girl and I began making jelly again um, after she passed just to teach my children and to um, bring it back to them and we were giving them as teachers gifts and then the teachers wanted to order them for to give out as presents and it kind of just bloomed from there so what is the process of making you have an array of of, of different um, um, uh, flavors. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lord. I forgot the word. <laughs> so tell me, like, what, what are what what goes into making, say, bourbon peach jam? You don't got to give the ingredients. Don't let the people know. But well, what goes into it? It's all fr- full fruit. All of my jellies. They don't have fillers. They don't have apple juices or grape juices that p- other people will use to kind of stretch the fruit. It's all fruit. Whatever the name is. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. So my bourbon peach, it's peaches and bourbon Mm -hmm. and a little sugar and pectin. And that's it. That's it. That is real simple. Do you how long has has this been uh, uh, a business for you? For for me, it's been a business for about three years. Mm -hmm. About three years. Okay. so you got some other stuff up here, too. You don't sell just jelly. I see you got some other stuff around here, too. I do a lot of baking, everything. I do turtle cheesecakes, brownies, Oreo brownies. Um, I do chocolate chip cookies. I do pralines, New Orleans-style pralines. I just love to bake. That's my thing, and so... And I like to share. Mm-hmm. Everything is from scratch. There's no mixes. Everything is what it is. It's all whole food. It's not anything extra. Nah, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell y'all something. I didn't had some 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 of her, her bakeries, and 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 I need to cut back on sugar. And I'm not really big on sugar, but when if I do have a sweet tooth, um, them praline be on point because I'm from Louisiana, mm-hmm. and so. 
when I tasted that that substance within my mouth, yeah, I wanted to swing and shout. See how I rhyme? I do it all the time. Can you dig it? Never lost. So, what are some other venues that you go out to besides cultivation? Uh, my church actually does a vendor day and we do a holiday market um, every year. I go to um, I attend New Horizon Church. Our holiday market will be the weekend of the 21st and we'll have all local vendors there as well. Um, and I do I've done like the cheese, the grilled cheese festival, just other small festivals in the area in the in the short driving distance. So where's where's the farthest you've ever been? Um, the farthest I've ever vended would be, I think everything I've done is like right in the Jackson area. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, I haven't, I haven't gone more than 20 miles. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's cool. So when you say your grandmama taught you, my grandmother taught me. So are you teaching anybody else these I tricks? Taught my daughters, my oldest daughter knows how to do all the jellies. My youngest daughter, she does all the baking. Those are the kind of roles that they took on for themselves. One loves making jelly, one loves to bake, and so. So just passing those. Just passing it on. That's that's so dope. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. Now, what are some of your person? Do you have any personal favorites? My personal favorite is the Cabernet or the pineapple. Those two are my personal favorites. But our best seller is the bacon and onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bacon and onion. Bacon and onion. You got to tell me about that. Well, it's caramelized onions and it's chopped up bacon. And that's all you need. Those flavors go great together. They're good on burgers. They're good on um, steak. And my jellies are not just made for breakfast. They're made to marinate um, pork with. They're made to make um, wing sauces with. So you have a whole variety. My kids take the habanero pineapple and put it on burgers and call it a Hawaiian burger. Oh, isn't that something? I didn't even know that bacon and caramelized onion can be a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to uh, look at that before I uh, before I leave today. Well, this has been this has been good. I've been wanting to sit and talk with you. I know we've been talking about it for weeks on end, but it's good to finally sit down and actually have a conversation with you. You've been doing this for how long now? About three years. About three years selling, but I've been making jelly my entire life. Got you, and I you have definitely got. Uh, uh, inventory. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Does, now, let me ask a very dumb question. Now, does does jelly age? It does age, but it ages very slowly. When the process of making jelly, it makes it shelf safe as long as you don't open it for years. That it's the way that people used to keep their food safe, so that they could have things to eat. In the winter, when um, they, their fruit trees and vegetable trees, vegetable bushes were not no longer making fruit, so it'll keep as long as it's not open for three or four years. Once it's open, it'll stay keep in the refrigerator for about a year. Oh man, that's that is some great shelf life. Shoot, eat your heart out, Kroger's. <laughs> right, <laughs> and again, it's all natural, so it's not anything. Even the pectin, which is a gelling agent. Is made from um, apple skins and other fruit skins. It's mm-hmm. it's a natural a naturally occurring agent that just causes the jelly process. Okay, I'm learning some stuff over here. You ever thought about um, putting your stuff in stores, or are they already in stores? Anything? We're like not in stores. I would love to, but when you go into um, mechanization, you run the risk of 
losing the integrity trying to find investors you're going to have a problem finding people who want to put whole fruit in it i don't want to get to the place where my i'm having apple jelly and it's just made out of apple juice Mm -hmm. i want nothing but the fruit and i want it to be simple and no extra preservatives so we're at this point kind of keeping things kind of small i dig that i really respect that as well um where can we follow you I'm on Facebook, Miss T Sweets and Treats, and on Instagram, Miss T Sweets and Treats. And I always post where I'm going to be and what my new flavors are because my flavors are seasonal. I use, I do what I can get fresh for that time period. Good, good. Well, you've heard it from here, folks. Thank you, Tiffany, for talking with me. Thank you. And make sure you guys go to those links. You understand me? At like subscribe however it is that people say whatever the lingo is nowadays this has been reality breach jackson spotlight mini i said it right (laughs) yes high five and i've been robin morris never lost and you've been breached baby ladies and gentlemen we are here again for another reality breach podcast uh jackson spotlight mini uh highlight we are out here at true local market out here at cultivation in jackson mr skippy i'm the one and the only robert morris never lost house of morris hope you guys are doing good i am with somebody who has been like an herbal doctor to me over the past years can you dig it we became friends a couple how many years um about 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 a lifetime ago you know it's been a couple of been a couple of you know iterations of, of of life and stuff like that but i'm sitting here with my close friend mia i'm not gonna give the whole government out because last time i tried to say your last name i damn near died so we're, we're out here with me how you doing today i'm doing all right it's kind of cold i'm a little nervous to be on this podcast right now darling don't be nervous this is all good so <laughs> tell us the name of your fantastic product that I've been taking for years now. Which one? I've been taking a, a good couple of them, but the overall name of it. So, so what's the overall name of the business? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my business is Jasmine Moon Apothecary. I'm a little herbal apothecary. I've got a lot of different remedies that are, they kind of have an esoteric flair to them. I work with the moon cycle, making everything. I do a lot of crystal healing work within them. Um, and just overall good vibes. So what made you want to start this apothecary? Jasmine Moon Apothecary. <laughs> so Jasmine Moon actually started by me making these products for myself. Um, I was going through a really difficult time. So I turned to my spirituality, really started making. The first thing I made was my full moon rocks, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my bath salts you don't know but it's jasmine and rose and that in itself doing ritual baths with that got me through a really tough time um so from there i just started working with more herbs making a bunch of different things i started sharing it with friends and family gifting it um and it just grew from there and i just decided to turn it into a little biz and it took off 
Awesome. And see, now you see you got customers coming up here. See how this stuff is important. As she talks to her customers, I'm going to I'm gonna swing over here and tell you guys about a little experience that I had one time. You understand me? So I was out and about, and I was, you know, going through my, what up, Justin? Hey, Victoria. How y'all doing? I'm recording a podcast. Never lost. Okay, so. See, the thing about reality breach in the minute is is is, is 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 an amazing thing called um um camaraderie. See Justin Ransberg from the Black Pocket Podcast just walked by and 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 <laughs> and he's he's up here looking at Jasmine Moon's apothecary products and he's looking at the he's looking at the bath salts, he's looking at the tinctures, you know what I mean? Looking at the teas. Just gave me a high five as she talks to a, a fantastic customer that's here. I just gave Justin a high five. We out here, we never lost. Do you understand me? Just Mia. Going back to this because she asked a question before I can get her follow stuff. So we're back over here. Justin, how you been today, buddy? I've been doing pretty good, man. You know, went to my girlfriend's 5K this morning. She she did awesome. I made a sign for her to give her some encouragement, and you know, she placed what third in your in my your in her group. So yeah, man, she was keeping up with the paces. So yeah, man, good day, beautiful day. That's good. Congratulations. I'm not going to give your government out here, but congratulations on coming in third. Never lost. Never, ever lost. It was what? There was so many people out there too, man. Like I've never seen that many people that early in the morning on us on the weekend. It, it was actually kind of wonderful. Where, where was it at? It was over the at Cedars. the Cedars. So it's on 12K for the holidays and they do it every year. This is their what, 10th year that, that they've done it. So, yeah, good times. Yeah, and it benefits the Good Samaritan. It helps them buy Christmas presents for the families they adopt. So it's a great charity run for the holidays. Good charity run for the holidays at the Good Samaritan. We, I mean, we got friends out here doing stuff out here in Jackson, Mississippi. Do you understand what I'm, what's coming out of my mouth right now? So going back to Mia, all, all I need is your your social media, and that's it. And it'll be done. That's it? That's it. See how easy this that's was? you want to know about me? Do you want to? Do you want to give me more? Do you want to give me more? Okay. So what's so what's some of your so what's some of your favorite products? You know I can't choose favorite. They're all my babies. They're all my favorites. However, the ones that I'm using the most right now would be my brain juice glycerite. That helps you focus. It helps wake you up. Um, it's one of my favorites because it really sneaks up on you. So, like, the other day I took some, and literally within, like, 15 minutes, I started just being a busybody and getting stuff done. And I completely forgot that I took it, completely forgot that I had been, like, half asleep as I took it. And next thing I know, like, five hours later, I was like, oh, wow, all right, cool. Got some shit done. Um, My meditation mists, that aromatherapy gets me through the day. It's holiday time, so, you know, it's a frenzy, it's crazy, and I need to simmer and... You know, calm down a bit. <laughs> um, and then my moonlight tea, because I have trouble sleeping, so that's one of my number one sleep remedies. Knocks you out at night. So, saying all that, what is your social media? So, social media, you can find me everywhere as Jasmine Moon Apothecary, just at Jasmine Moon Apothecary. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and then I've got a website as well. 
You heard it here, folks. Y'all make sure y'all go get these fantastic products. And you'll be hearing this episode very, very, very soon. I'm not going to date it because we don't do that. You understand me? We do it on Black Pocket Podcast. We don't give a damn. But um, for Mia, Jasmine Moon Apothecary, high five. Boom. You've been breached, baby. Thanks for listening to the Reality Breached Jackson Spotlight. Music was provided by Donche of the Black Pocket Podcast. Follow his work at soundcloud.com slash did it. Is there someone in the Jackson area that you think deserves a spotlight? Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, both at Reality Breached, to tell us who. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe via your favorite podcast app or visit realitybreach.com for more details.